So I had a friend tell me this story of when she was getting ready to get married. It was the morning of their wedding and her mother-in-law-to-be went to her husband-to-be and said, I have something for you in the car that I need to give to you. Can you walk out to the car with me? And he said, sure. So they both walk out to the car. She said, it's in the trunk, so let me open the trunk. And she proceeded to open the trunk and pulls out an apron. And he's thinking to himself, an apron? Why is, why is my mom giving me an apron? Does she want me to take around more domestic duties, maybe? Does she want me to make sure I do my part around the house and not think that it's not a man's job to do that? It was just running through his mind. He couldn't figure out why his mom was giving him an apron on his wedding day. <clears throat> so after the apron comes out of the trunk, she proceeds to pull out a pair of scissors. And now he's even more puzzled. What's she, what's she going to do with scissors and an apron? And she pulls out the apron and she pulls out the strings and physically cuts the strings off of this apron <laughs> in a manner of symbolism. And she hands him these apron strings and she says to him, I am officially cutting the apron strings. Your loyalty no longer lies predominantly with this family that you grew up with. You are beginning to start a new family and that's where your loyalty lies. That is where your first thought should always go to towards your wife. And so I just wanted to make it official. And so she hands him these apron <laughs> strings and it's kind of a mic drop that's moment. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about today. What a great gift. We're going to talk about leave and cleave here on the other side. What started as a question, God, you created marriage. Can you make it work? Soon became a statement. God, you created marriage. You can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. Hi, uh, Roland and Tammy here with Gio and Susie. And hello, hello. Hey, hey. Hi. <laughs> And we are talking about leaving and cleaving. Oh man, today. yeah, Could baby. Get dicey. <laughs> <laughs> Could get. <laughs> Especially if uh, your husband is overly bonded to mommy. Mm. Mm. Yep. Or your wife. Uh, anytime you have an argument, goes crying to mom and dad. I mean, those are those are real things mm -hmm. that people navigate and. Mm -hmm. Uh, depending on how your spouse is wired, could be could be really difficult to, uh, as you heard in our intro, cut the apron strings. That's right. Yeah, you know we want to we want to look at this through the lens of scripture, right? Which is what we always do when we go into our content and uh, and talk about different topics. And so with leave and cleave, we go all the way back to Genesis two, and we sit in Genesis one and two quite a bit when we talk about uh, the original intent that God had for marriage. And um, Genesis 2.24 says that is why a man excuse me, leaves his father <laughs> and mother and is united to his wife and they became uh, or they're to become one flesh. And so that's kind of the springboard, guys, that we want to jump off of. And it's interesting to me that this verse is written before Genesis 3. Mm -hmm. So it's before the fall in a perfect setting. And it is said to an, to Adam and Eve, who who didn't have in laws, or mm -hmm. mother and father. Can I ask a real question here? That is look for a real answer. Uh, that is why a man leaves his father and mother. So my question is: Is this just directed towards the husband, 
or is it in the use of mankind where it's directed towards both? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. there's a tendency to say, well, it's, it's not my responsibility as a wife to leave my family. It's his responsibility. So that's like, I don't have an answer in mind that I'm hoping to guide you to. That's a legitimate question. Well, can you guys help me out? And can we clearly define what a man is and what a woman is? (laughs) (laughs) You went there. Oh, boy. You went there. (laughs) Hey, let's just say this. We unapologetically (laughs) recognize what is a man and what is a woman. So that being said... So we clear that off. We just kind of check that box. We mm. we know what we're talking about here. Number one, Adam and Eve don't have a mom and a dad, and so the idea is a principle that all marriages that follow theirs mm-hmm. would would adhere to. It's something that they would follow. And then, as far as why it's directed to the male, it's something. It says that the two become one. And what follows the idea of man leaves his father and mother and the two become one and they're naked and unashamed, it's because you are establishing your own family unit. Mm-hmm. And so the answer is both. Uh, but, but as much as we struggle with, we talked about roles and responsibilities here recently, but we see yet again that it is the man taking a leadership role in being frankly a a man should be prepared to take on the responsibility of providing for his wife being the protector for his wife and moving towards this marriage relationship that a man and woman are going to have together not depending on mommy and daddy to carry you through and as we talk about this we have to say this we're addressing marriages because we want to see marriages strengthened. We want to see young couples, if you're engaged and you're listening, we want you to go into marriage prepared for what you have ahead of you. And if you're in crisis, navigating some of these things, we we don't we don't mean to uh, we don't we don't take it lightly that you might be navigating uh, some some difficulties here. But so because of all of those things, we want to address marriage, but as it relates to this is just as much a parenting verse as it is mm-hmm. a marriage verse, especially with the four of us mm. all having adult children mm. and one in each case, uh, in each of our marriages that's married themselves and th- the encouragement to them mm-hmm. for, for two to become one and for them to leave and to cleave to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, uh, your story, Suze, at the at the front end of the uh, podcast is I look at that as an incredible gift from a parent, you mm-hmm. know. And we're going to talk about both sides because I think it, it is important for the husband and the wife to recognize the need for oneness, mm-hmm. and that's going to require the cutting of the strings, right, and starting their family. But I think there also needs to be an understanding on the parent side of. Man, this is a gift. Like I, I think in the blog coming up, it says the greatest gift as a parent you could give your child and their spouse on their wedding day mm-hmm. is not the honeymoon. <laughs> it's the gift of releasing them. Mm-hmm. And and so we'll talk about that because we, like you said, Roland, we are parents of kids that are married. Right. And we've never really seen it from the parent side of it. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, we raised them. We you know we invested you know blood, sweat, tears, and a lot of money. <laughs> in them and so we are still like 
feel invested and it's like, okay, I got to back off of this and let them navigate now their own marriage. And um, so it can be difficult. So I tell the kids have grace Mm -hmm. and I tell the parents, you know, step away. (laughs) So I will say I I have four girls and, and though I would hope that they would respond to their husbands like this. (laughs) Oh, you don't know how to do it. My daddy does. My daddy does. My daddy knows how to do everything better than you. <laughs> oh, if my daddy would have done that shelf, it would have come out better, my daddy. <laughs> I ask him, I'm like, hey, baby, how come you don't wash your car? <laughs> <laughs> my daddy would never allow me <laughs> to wash the car. <laughs> how come you don't take out the trash? <laughs> <laughs> That is so good, man. So I might want my daughters to do that, but do they really need to be doing that Mm -hmm. when we put it through the lens of Scripture? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we can laugh about things like that, but well, I'll say this. I'll say this, Roland. I think that's something Tammy could have said because her dad (laughs) could fix a shelf. Her dad. But you did learn. No, Roland, but you were not handy. The three of you will finish this podcast <laughs> No, no, no. Me. Let me speak. I do remember Roland building shelves, like in year one, when That's we were right. getting ready for the nursery. We, we did. Roland That's built right. the shelves, we and did. I was so jealous because... He had the router. He had the router, and we did not, and his shelves looked better. Yes, back in the 90s when it was Even the country. double shelf. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Yeah, all country. Yeah. All country. I remember country. when Tammy and Susie were making those wreaths <laughs> where you'd buy the little green block, little yes. green stuff everywhere. And it wasn't it eucalyptus spray. smelling? Yes. Put look- eucalyptus in your shower? Uh, yes. Hey, you know, just thinking about that right now, I'm thinking they they so wanted to drag us into this country. Oh, us yeah. two city boys from Miami. Thing. It was... <laughs> People would come over and go, "What? What is this? Like, you, you live on a ranch. It smells like horse manure." They loved it. People loved that it. That is a true At story. At least that's what everybody. we told ourselves. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, man, let's put domino pictures up, or let's put, you know, like a domino table in the kids' room as the changing table. Mm. You know. Oh. <laughs> Which, by the, hey, that's a good happen. idea. Maybe we can come up with that. That will yeah. only sell in Miami. Yes. That's right. But but anyways, the the leave and cleave topic is so important for a lot of reasons. But the main reason is for creating oneness. It really is the picture of a husband and a wife coming together. And so um, we had a lot of discussion before we even do the podcast. And we all started laughing because the both of us mm-hmm. did uh, the unity candle. And the unity candle, we still think to this day, maybe it's antiquated because everybody wants to do sand and they want to mm-hmm. do uh, the three chords and they want to do the, uh, I don't even know letters. what else. Do it letters. And even wine bottles, people are now like, let's mix the wines and let's put them inside the box. Ooh, the two, you know, and I'm like, I still. It needs to be straight Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I, I still go back to that candle picture of the unity candle. And I know that we both have somewhat trauma from the unity candle. For us, yeah. you know, we we get up there. I forgot that I was even mic'd up for the, the video. And the wax fell on my hand. And I Because you were so nervous. <laughs> it was, man. And uh and I was like, Oh my gosh, I just burned my hand softly and quietly so only Susie could hear it. But when you watch our video now, you you hear it. You know, you hear me saying, I just got burned by this candle. What was your guys' trauma? Ours did not light. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember, remember Gio being burned, but I remember the song that Susie sang. 
you'll have to go back and listen to another podcast. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't remember which one that was, course. but I still use that song to my advantage, by the way. In, in King James English, <laughs> Whither Thou Goest. That song has haunted me. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knew that I was going to need something in stone to go back to as like, what do they call it? Your Evan, is it Ebenezer? Yes, yeah. yes. Your Ebenezer, Ebenezer to go back to because, yeah. you know, I will say that I thought was... you were going to go Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> <laughs> no. That should have been our song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me drop some truth here. Um, I will say that as, as far as this matter of leaving and cleaving, the first discussion that we had about that within the first few months of our marriage... We were given a gift by my dad. Absolutely, by my dad. That was, a, that was symbolic of the the apron strings. being Yeah, cut. very mm-hmm. symbolic because mm-hmm. you and I had two very different thoughts about what our future was going to look like. And you went to daddy, and, and I, daddy said, <laughs> and daddy said, "Gio, I macho." I cannot get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Settle down, boys. <laughs> um, no, but I like on the this phone, conversation. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> We're supposed to be like the man, right? <laughs> no, but my dad did say to me, yeah, "You promised that wherever, whither he wentest, whither <laughs> you would go." And I was like, "Ugh." But but looking back, what a what a gift to you that was, no, and it no was doubt. to me. It was to it me. It was to but. both of us, and um, he became my hero that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you're right. You know that's that's the that's the support that a a godly parent can give, and a gift that we can give our children. But but here's the thing, and let's let's kind of drive this conversation now to the difficulties of it. Why is it difficult to leave and cleave? What are you know? What are some things that maybe you experienced or we experienced that made it difficult? And what are people in our culture probably looking at and saying, man, it's just so hard for me to leave this environment mm-hmm. and to tie, you know, to be in tight with just my spouse? Yeah. And we want to, at this point, say thanks for tuning into the podcast. Yeah. Uh, copy the link, share it with a friend that you think could use it uh, and direct your attention to the blogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because some of what you'll hear is explained with a little bit more in the blogs, and yeah. so you'll you'll benefit a lot from it. But mm-hmm. Gio, I think one answer would be convenience. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times couples just don't know. That maybe they haven't thought ahead. They haven't planned ahead. Mm-hmm. And so it's just more convenient. Mom and dad have a place. Oh, this is a great place. Oh, mm-hmm. we can save money. But especially early on, in marriage, when you're first getting married, there's you're, you're establishing your foundation. And so you've really got to think through getting started on the right foot mm-hmm. and just establishing out of the gate that <clears throat> even if it's not convenient, even if it's going to be really challenging, you you need to you need to leave and cleave. Don't need, don't move in with mom and dad. You Go need ahead. your own place. Well, that was that was um, that scenario played out in our marriage early on. And um, we've mentioned before, Roland was raised by his grandparents. And um, at this time, I think your grandfather had uh, had been diagnosed with cancer and he had Mm. been dealing with that for a couple years. And the Lord opened the door. So it only made sense that we would move in with them after marriage. And um, (laughs) we moved to Miami 
Um, I'm so sorry. I wasn't, I know. <laughs> Susie, I wasn't dragging my feet as much as you were, but, <laughs> but I was not wanting to go back to Miami. I'd, grow, I'd grown up in Miami, um, but my family had moved to Naples, and I like Naples, Florida, and um, Fort Myers area. That would have been my choice. <laughs> but um, the Lord didn't open, a, open the door for a job um, in that area. So we were moving back to Miami. Um, after um, being in, in school for four years. And um, Roland's grandmother wanted us to move in to their house and also thinking, well, you know, you can help me because your grandfather is sick mm-hmm. and, and it, it, you know, you wouldn't have to pay anything and you can save money. And I, well, I, first off, I knew that wasn't a good idea already. We started, we kind of had a rocky start, I would say, (laughs) our, my relationship with her. But, um, but I remember like, I think maybe for a little bit, you thought maybe this would work, you know, they'll put a wall in between (laughs) the hallway. And so we would have our own space. But I was like, we're under the same roof. I don't think so. Would it be the same room that I, I would stay in when, yeah. when I spend the night. Yeah, yeah that, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I, I, I will say this for a little bit of context. When I was going to ask Tammy to marry me, I wanted to have a conversation with my grandfather. I didn't want my grandmother around. And I asked my grandfather two things. Uh, I made the statement. I said, I'm going to ask Tammy to marry me. And he was really excited. And I said, number one, do, do you think that I'm ready? And so he affirmed that I was ready. And we'd, we'd both finished college already. We both had gotten jobs in teaching at the time. And, um, and I had a youth pastor uh, job as well. And then, uh, and then the second question I asked him was, do you think Tammy's the one? My, my grandfather's the one who raised me. I had a lot of respect for his wisdom. And he affirmed. He said, he said absolutely. I think Tammy is the one for you. I say that to say... I did not include my grandmother in that conversation <laughs> as much as I loved her. I, I would have to. It just came to me. She had a nickname for him. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. no, no. There it is. No, no. no. We, we weren't going to. Yeah, we're going to. <laughs> Mi pedacito de cielo que Dios me dio. Translation. The little piece of heaven that God gave me. <laughs> Again, that, the three of you this podcast. Oh, yeah, I didn't I say married. anything. I didn't say anything. You laughed. I heard it. Nope, nope. I'm yep. over here quiet. Nope. <laughs> and that is what he was to her. And, and truly, Roland was a blessing to his grandparents. And his grandmother loved him, loved him. But there well, was definitely... Um, I'm not a blessing anymore. She didn't... You're a blessing. Oh, thank you. Sure you are. <laughs> well, here's what I wanted to say is I didn't include my grandmother because I felt like it didn't matter who it was that the woman wasn't going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. Like I, I understood that there, there was... A, there was a relationship there. She, she invested so much. I mean, if you, if you think about mm-hmm. being the maternal grandparents of a child, investing in his life, mm-hmm. then, but, but for her, she, didn't, well, she wasn't going to have objectivity. Let's go on to what did your grandfather say? <laughs> <laughs> well, here, Tammy, you should have talked to me before because I was the only friend that was allowed to spend the night. That's so right. I cracked the code. 
with you grandma. Did, you did. Oh, man. I, I cracked the did. code. And so we should have had this conversation before you got married. I could have given you the code. That would have been helpful, Gio. <laughs> I did. In, in her last days, I did crack yes, the code. Yes, you did. But yes. yeah. <laughs> it took me a few years. Yes. Lots of unconditional love. Yeah. But your grandfather did say you won the lottery with me. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Is that is that is that? Because I did play the lottery. Is that is that what you? <laughs> hey, listen. There's too. There's you're too, exposing too much, too much here. <laughs> okay, I have another thought. He, <laughs> Go ahead. He, he did hit five out of the six numbers one time. So oh man, we could be in a very different situation. Right now, but. So Rowan, <laughs> you mentioned convenience as being maybe one of the difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe another potential difficulty would be fear, because mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. when you make that clear cut shift in focus from your priorities being your family that you grew up with to your new spouse you know i I think there's so much unknown in the world today of marriage like is this going to work out Mm -hmm. like is this going to last forever i mean i think people wanted to but i think people are skeptic Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so if we make that hard you know hard stop here and shift Mm -hmm. our focus what if this person in five years is gone now what do I have to go back to if I so I think there's a I think there's a proper way to leave and cleave as well. Not mm-hmm. just the importance of doing it, but I think that there's a proper way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's intimidating to, to burn the ships. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you got financial benefits, you've got emotional benefits, you've you know, there's just a lot of things that you grew up with that you're comfortable with and it's like the safety net, right? Mm-hmm. To go back to. Um and then there's also, to me, that misunderstanding of what's the difference between obeying my parents and honoring my parents. Right. And I think that's, that's a conversation to have because when we've had this asked of us in premarital counseling, so does this mean that I need to move out of the city that my parents are in? <laughs> and it's not necessarily a physical, geographical move. Um, that may be the case. <laughs> right. Yeah. Depending on the, the situation on the other side. And it might be necessary. But it's more <laughs> of an emotional detachment. It's more of a mm-hmm. dependence detachment. We're, we're not going to emotionally depend on mom and dad. We are going to, to come over here and we're going to have to work it out. And I remember a long time I had a friend call me and he had come into some money. And um, he's, he says to me, no, it wasn't rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have other friends? <laughs> And, and he he shares with me, man, I want to, in a, in a very good heart, I want to help out some younger couples so that they don't have to go through some of the struggles that we did when we were younger and didn't have the money. So he wanted to kind of even almost like pay them somewhat of a weekly or monthly salary mm-hmm. to, to help them get on their feet to move forward. Um, and, and a great idea. So I called a mentor of mine and I said, hey, what do you think about this? A friend of mine just called me and they want to help out in this way. And the, the, my mentor says to me, go back to your friend and ask him, when was it that you and your wife were the closest together and to the Lord? I said, okay, that's interesting. So I went back and I asked that question. And this person said, man, it was definitely in those years that we didn't have anything, mm-hmm. that we had to depend on God and each other. And so that drew our marriage together. And then the light bulb came up. And this, I hadn't even said anything yet. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I would be taking that away from these couples Mm. to be able to to work through the things that they need to work through in order to get there. And so when we look at that, it's it's the oneness. It's it's 
focusing on that faith love and working through that, not having that security net of mom and dad and being able to fight through. You know, now now he did help out with some things, like the person's car broke down. He 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 helped out with that mm-hmm. and different things like that. But the bulk of it was don't allow them to be dependent on something other than God and themselves. And that's I, and that's the key word there is your dependence. Mm-hmm. Like you're 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 not dependent on anybody. You're not dependent on mom and dad. You're not dependent on grandma and grandpa. You're not you're not dependent on on any close friendships around you. Uh, don't don't choose what's convenient. Don't choose what isn't fearful, mm-hmm. but choose what God's word teaches, which is to leave with your spouse, cleave mm-hmm. to one another where your utter dependence is on the Lord and on each other. The first person that you have a conversation with should be with the Lord in prayer. And secondly, with your spouse, they ought to be the first person to hear the good news that comes into your life. They ought to be the first person that you're Mm going to share a difficult situation with. And that's what the idea of leaving Cleve is. And to your point, we can all look back to moments. We can all look back to those first moments. We can not only remember the dating days, but we can remember what it was like after we got married and some of the challenging moments Mm -hmm. that we had together. Some of the 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 prayers of this dependence on the Lord because we we didn't know where this pr- a particular provision was mm-hmm. going to come from and and mm-hmm. there's something really sweet mm-hmm. about those first days of marriage where you're establishing and mm-hmm. frankly you know what learning I I, I think Tammy if if we're mm-hmm. honest Gio and Susie you were probably the same way is you first get married because there's there's grace needed here. And I think Tammy would experience things. And of course, she had a great relationship with her mom and dad both. And so maybe she would share something with, with them first. And so I had to go, oh, you know, I, I kind of want to be the first one. Mm-hmm. And it was the other way around too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would do something just, just kind of natural. I mean, I can still... I mean, this is going way back when you memorized people's phone numbers because you didn't just hit a name on your phone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I, I could dial, I could dial my house mm-hmm. phone number still to talk mm-hmm. to. 441 for 661 That's it. That's it. And, and then after that, it was 595-7499. That's it. Right? I mean, that, like, <laughs> like you just dial these numbers and then it was 3530714, which was, oh, I remember. Yeah, of course yeah. I remember that, man. Yeah. I used to plug in the long distance phone card number. <laughs> oh, couples today have it easy. Oh, it's a piece so of cake. Easy. easy. I mean, FaceTime, FaceTime. text, unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited. And GPS. Like oh, we, li- we got lost everywhere. <laughs> oh my. I mean, back then it was like, you're paying per minute on a phone call. Yeah. From Naples to Miami, like you're within the same state. Anyway, <laughs> all that said, and I think there were times that Tammy had to remind me, you know, hey, I want to be the first one mm. to share this mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, not you. That's <laughs> 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 not even the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not only leaving Cleve from mom and dad, but you're leaving Cleve from friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Have you shared with her some of the ideas we have for... Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yep. Focus. <laughs> well, Focus. as as we uh, we have a few minutes, guys, just walking through it, you know, leave and cleave. Let's look at some the definitions. For leave is to untie or to break, and then cleave is to stick like glue. And um, what we would encourage is nowadays, you know, you got 
you got Elmer's glue that we used to use when we were kids. That never really stuck to anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like it always slipped off or whatever. We, but today there's that Gorilla Glue. Glue. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. You know where it literally. I mean, you could stick your put a helmet on, put the glue, and stick yourself to the roof. Yeah, that's the kind of glue we're talking about. Is this mm-hmm. this? Wait, wait, you got to take them back. That's the old school. It was the crazy <laughs> was glue. Crazy glue. Crazy glue. The yeah. guy on the bridge. The or hard something. hat. He was on a beam. Hard yeah, yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah. Piece of wood. <laughs> crazy glued to the hard hat. Yep. Yeah. And was then he the, holding himself to the helmet with just his hands. Yeah, on a beam. Old, sure old crazy glue sure culture. Yeah. yeah. And so you think of that and you're like, holy cow, that's never coming apart. And so that's the idea is is coming together and, and sticking like glue. And one of the things, I want to read this. This is from our Two Becoming One resource, the book that, that we use in our ministry. It says, as we learn to trust God and have faith that he provided the perfect mate for us, mm-hmm. we must take another step towards oneness. It is the process of joining together as a couple and stepping out as Mm -hmm. a new creation. That's right. One with each other and one with God. Mm. I thought when I read that, that was pretty powerful. It's good. Because I think too many times when we think about leaving and cleaving, we're just talking about breaking that relationship from a obedience sense to a honoring sense with mom and dad. But we don't really think about the continuing joining of not only ourselves, but our relationship with God mm-hmm. and how, how dependent we need to be in our relationship with the Lord and bring that into our marriage. And so when it says it's the process of joining together as a couple and stepping out of out as a new creation, one with each other and one with God, I thought that was pretty powerful. Mm. Love that. I think we're just kind of we're just kind of sitting on that and the beauty and mm. being being stuck together like glue, n- nothing. You know, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Uh, in Ephesians 5, I believe it's verse 31, where it's reiterated that a man shall leave his father and mother, cleave to his wife, and the two become one flesh. Mm. Uh, just, mm. it's it's a beautiful thing in, in depending on each other. And it's a constant thing that we go back to. I think there's a, th- a thought of um, God's blessing mm. being on a me- on a marriage mm. that is striving for this oneness. You know, I don't I don't know so much that it's the accomplishment of it, and you know, like a, a ribbon at the end. Oh, okay, you've become one now. You're good. You know, but I think as you strive towards oneness, I mean, we're getting ready to celebrate. Well, pause, Roland and Tammy, this oh, very day, right Ju- now. July 2nd, Happy 1994. Anniversary. 20 Happy 28 years. years. 28, 28 years. years. And yeah. us, you did it. Amor, you did it. Tu eres el pedacito del cielo que Dios me dio. Um, I think there's a there's this thought of it's an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an ongoing and I know that I want a marriage that has God's blessing. Like that's I don't mm-hmm. want to have a marriage that's outside of that because it's yep. doomed to fail. It's right. inevitably. So if the if the Lord says this is what you need to do that you know, obedience brings blessing, um then by all means, just let's just do it. That's mm-hmm. really good. Whatever yeah. it takes, right? Because yeah. there's there's two there's two parts to that. There's leave. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to do what you gotta do, mm-hmm. leave. What whatever separation has to be created, and then you cleave. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not, here's the thing I wanted to go back to as well is, is and we, we can pick it up on the next podcast, but, but it's not isolation. Mm-mm. It's not go Mm-mm. out into like some remote place and isolate yourselves, mm-hmm. which frankly, unfortunately, some people do. That's how people do it. Like, yeah. some, like some men will take their wife and go, I'm not going to share you with anybody. And you go and you isolate. Mm-hmm. And you, you want very little to do with anybody. It's, mm-hmm. it's leave and cleave to one another. But remember, we go back to the purpose of, of marriage, which mm-hmm. is to reproduce, have children, and interact with other people mm-hmm. through discipleship. So there's a lot there, leave mm-hmm. and cleave. And you know, the, I was gonna say, even if you're listening and maybe it wasn't this immediate leave and cleave, we started right off the bat, we started off right, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, for all of us, we can admit it was a process, you know, mm-hmm. we had to go through, and I think everybody does have to go through a process, um, but it, uh, it's a matter of also trust. Mm-hmm. And again, we trust, we trust, we trust the Lord first and foremost, mm-hmm. but man, trusting your spouse, mm-hmm. like believing in them, knowing that that God brought them to your, in, uh, they God brought them to you. They're God's gift to you. Um, not that that's, they're not perfect. We're not perfect. We've and 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 there are things that that you work through early on in marriage, and you realize your differences, but. But when you can just, you know, take it from two couples that have mar- been married 28 years and didn't always do it right. Mm-hmm. If you're early on in your marriage and you're not, you're not feeling 100%, you know, like you're cleaving together, like the, for whatever reason, it's, you know, your family's of origin pulling or, but, but realize that, 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 that doesn't end well. Mm. God <laughs> intends for it to be that the blessing is in the cleaving mm. and the leaving, but the the cleaving together, you know, and 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 really trusting. Yeah, that's how you accomplish the purpose, right? Absolutely. Right. And and thinking of that, Tammy, what you just said is because there may be some people that didn't haven't had a difficult time leaving family. Right. Exactly. And I'm thinking of our own son-in-law. He really that wasn't a big issue for him because he really didn't have that connection. Right. And so. Um, so that leaving, so, so maybe somebody's listening saying, man, I've never really even depended on my parents for anything, so therefore right. this is easy. Mm. But if we're not careful, there can be something else that can become that dependence, right. which is why it's an ongoing process because today it may not be parents, but it may be your job. Mm-hmm. And you get, you get married to your job and you don't sit down and have the conversations of, of the, uh, with your spouse of cleaving. Right. And your spouse feels un- they don't even trust me. They don't even want to bring. So there's right. other things that can come into play uh, with this mm-hmm. with this leaving and cleaving, which is why it's a lifelong process because it, it could change <laughs> and evolve mm-hmm. of what that dependence is. I remember I think it was probably somewhere between six to eight years into marriage, and I would say that we were set up to be successful in this. But it's mm-hmm. hard when you have close ties; mm-hmm. it's goodness. difficult. But I remember one instance: we had taken my dad to church with us, and we were, and probably not you, but at least I was kind of looking for his approval of the oh. church that we had chosen. <laughs> yeah. Because prior to that, we had just, um, you know, we had just been wherever family was and we were expected to be. Mm. And we came home and we didn't get that. And right. and for the first time in my life, and not in a disrespectful way at all, and not verbally, yeah. but in my mind, I remember thinking, that doesn't bother me. Mm. Not having your approval is not bothering me right now. 
So that that, that was a big that was a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I yeah. think that's a good setup for some of the other stuff mm. that we'll pick up on the next podcast, which is the boundaries mm-hmm. and Ooh, what yeah. happens when mom and dad's opinion all of a sudden is different from yours. And in your case, Susie, it sounds like there was an opinion which people are free to have. But then you also had freedom to make the decision you were going to make. But what happens when people impose themselves? Mm-hmm. Or I say people, when when your parents, parents. impose <laughs> themselves and really try to control situations. But Tammy, happy 28. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, why do you do that? <laughs> oh. Right in front of us. This is great. <laughs> I wish we had this on video. I got to videotape this. I love the line that he says, I will be true to the promise I have made to you and to the one who gave you to me. Thank you, SC squared. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear the rest of the song, but we got to go. Okay. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website, christianfamilylife.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all of our social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.